welcome to the Voice of the Force podcast for the Book of Boba Fett. My name is Dan, and I'm joined by my co-hosts, Noma. Hello there. How you doing today, buddy? Not too bad. We're getting gruffer because this episode has some dark shit. Yeah. <laughs> and Ed. I don't know about you, but I don't know I'm coming around. <laughs> <laughs> we just need that voice modulator. Yeah. Oh, I love it. We'll get you I a stream deck it. soon. We'll get everybody a stream deck so we can do some weird stuff. No, oh, man, I'm excited. This this episode is huge. Mm. So good. All right, uh, before we get into this episode uh, and let you know what it's about, uh, we have a guest announcement for next episode, which is apparently the final episode of the Book of Boba Fett, Chapter 7, uh, which uh, we'll record on um, February 12th, I believe. And our guest uh, that's coming on that episode is none other than Brian Balance, who we've had on the podcast before. I think the most recent one he was on was episode 14 of the main show, and that was the, entitled The Florida Cast. So we had him and Vanessa on. And uh, yeah, just look forward to him and his unique perspective on Star Wars on the final episode of The Boba Fett. The book of Boba Fett, sorry. Ed, would you like to let listeners know how, or not how, what they can expect this episode? Uh Today's episode, you can, I hope you can tell from our uh, gruff intros there, but we are discussing chapter six. From the desert comes a stranger. Now, the book of Boba Fett has been interesting so far. This is the second last episode, so we are going to discuss what happened. And as, if we're going to talk about the Easter eggs that we found, how many we found, where they're from, what they're referenced to. There are quite a few in this one, so be prepared and... If you see something that we haven't seen, please contact us. Let us know. There's a bunch of places to do that. Noma's got a whole list for you. And remember. <laughs> oh, I love how Wild West this episode is. I'm sorry. That's our first Easter egg. Everything just went <laughs> right, right back to Wild West. It's amazing. Yeah. And if you want to let us know what you thought about this episode, and hopefully you're as excited as we were once you finished watching it, there's a whole bunch of different ways to contact us. One of the easiest is our website, which is voiceoftheforce.com. We've also got an email, which is voiceoftheforce at gmail.com. Social media-wise, we're on Twitter and Instagram. The handle for both of those is at voiceforcepod. As always, retweeting and reposting our new episode tweets does help with growing our listener base and is very much appreciated. And you can listen, rate, review, follow, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Amazon Music, and all major podcast platforms. Reviewing us with five stars and a comment helps with visibility. And you can follow or subscribe for free for the latest episode as soon as it releases. Thank you, Noma. And without further ado, let's get into the wild west that this episode is. The wild, wild Sandy West. Yes. Yeah. So uh, before we start, as always, spoiler warning is coming up ahead. We're going to give you a real brief synopsis just in case you guys missed anything. And after that, we're going to talk just assuming that you watched this episode. If you haven't seen episode six, stop, go watch it. Absolutely go watch it. Then come back, listen to this podcast. So without further ado, final spoiler warning, and let's get into the synopsis. And who might you be? So, once again, this episode doesn't start with a shot of Boba's palace, because we are going back into the outskirts of Tatooine. This shot opens with uh, several moisture evaporators, and there's a group of Pike Syndicate couriers that are, well, I guess soldiers, or who knows, it seems like they're couriers, though, who are meeting, and they're doing this little deal. We can hear them saying something about, you know, we'll take the money and the spice, and then we'll head out. And they get interrupted by a familiar face, if you've seen The Mandalorian Season 2, Cobb Vanth asking if, you know, these pikes know where they are. 
And we get a very tense exchange where Cobb basically says, like, hey, we know about you guys. Don't know if you know. This is uh, Moss Pelgo land. We don't want you guys here. Just do your business somewhere else. And we'll just chalk this up to a mistake. So the, one of the pikes, obviously the most brazen of them, is kind of like, yeah, yeah, okay. And he turns around to pull out his blaster stealthily, tries to get the drop on Cobb. Cobb just fucking drops three of the four of them. My God, it was and so good. Had, yeah. And he's got a great line that he actually he says right before they, they start the duel because he points at the fourth guy starting to go for his blaster. He goes, think about it. Think it think through. through. Yeah, think it through. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Think it through. And then he even, after the guy's like, all right, I'm cool. Uh, Cobb's like, hey, you seem to be the guy with the, with the brains here. So look, we'll chalk this up to hard learning. Leave the goods, take the money, get out of here. And the pike even says, like, this is worth more than your entire outpost put together. And he's like, well, maybe I'll retire then. And so the, the pike gets in the speeder, drives off. Cobb opens it, sees that it's spice which I know it's a, it's from Star Wars as well, but they took it from it. And now I just can't think of anything but Dune since I've seen that movie. Yeah. Because um, <laughs> it looks so similar too, right? Just it is. Used differently. It just is. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, right? But yeah, so he basically sees it's full of spice and he just kicks it over and lets it all go into the breeze because he's a good guy who doesn't do drugs, kids. stupid because <laughs> now it's all up in the air and if yeah, anybody no, wants to they're just going to get... <laughs> you might get a farmer addicted to spice now. But, uh, one of those like sand lizards. Sand I think I saw somebody post on Twitter was like, Yo, those sandlers are gonna be buzzed out of their minds. <laughs> no, the, that's the, how the they turn into that big thing that the Boba Fett, that spice. <laughs> it's, it just reminds me of the. I don't know if you guys ever heard about this story, but the the Russian bear that ate like uh, what was it, like a kilo of coke, and <laughs> just was was the most dangerous animal on the planet for like an hour. <laughs> I'll, I'll yeah, I'll see if I can find that story. But yeah, look it up. Russian bear eats uh, a kilo of cocaine, and yeah. It's just, it was a wild one too. So I, I, whatever. We'll talk about that during during the discussion because that's not relevant to the plot. But yeah. So with that having been done, we get another shot of Din in his N one, uh, flying towards a green planet. I thought it was Tython, but I don't know. I don't think we get a name for it. But he kind of, long story short, he goes in, lands, meets with R two, and basically says like, "Hey, I'm here to see Skywalker. There's someone with him I want to see." And R two just kind of stalls for time brings them to a hut that's being built by these strange ant droids and Mandalorian's like what am i like where is he and r2 shuts himself down he's like what no like what's happening and the droids build a bench he's like what am i supposed i don't care whatever he just sits on it and so from there we get a cut to uh grogu training with luke and again a lot of stuff is happening in these couple shots but basically grogu's being distracted by his training trying to eat a frog. Luke kind of tries to incentivize him by using the force to lift a whole bunch of frogs to show Grogu, like, you could do this if you actually concentrate on your studies. And then we get a little bit of of extra back and forth where they're walking and talking and he's kind of explaining the force and saying, you know, size doesn't matter. And, you know, you don't, just because you're you're small doesn't mean that you can't be strong in the force like my my master Yoda was. And basically he, he thinks that Grogu has some fear that's holding him back. Or he's just curious, and he goes, oh, do you remember, did they teach you this on your home planet? Do you remember what your home planet looks like? And he goes, oh, let me help you with it, and kind of pulls like a reverse maul, where he uses the Force to help Grogu remember his past, and we get a scene of him, it looks like fleeing, being uh, carried out of the Jedi Temple, while a yeah. bunch of Jedi are defending him from the 501st. Order 66 um, going on. 
Yeah, yeah, with a with an Easter egg that I thought might be really cool that we'll talk about later. Um, okay, I think I think we noticed. I think that we know the that same too. Yeah. Person, and yeah, I was yeah, just like, yeah. I thought that the Revenge of the Sith maybe. Yeah. It was, yeah. Okay. okay <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly okay. that. Where I was like, is it? Is it certain certain character we saw that I was like, mm, I hope that is. Actually, there's uh, something else that I I found from people online that were talking about oh, okay. it that I'll, okay. I'll tell you guys too. But uh, yeah, so from there, basically, we cut from that scene to uh, Din. He's now, it looks like he's asleep on the bench, but he sees, he hears someone coming. So he wakes up, pulls the gun on them. It's Ahsoka. She's back now. Uh, so we got a cool kind of, oh, it's so nice, but we got a nice kind of thing where he's like, oh, I thought you weren't training Grogu. It's like, yeah, I'm just visiting. He goes, how are you visiting? And she goes, oh, I'm, a, I'm an old friend of the family. And I was like, oh, that's a nice little reference. But we basically get a scene from there where, He's like, I want to see Grogu. And she's like, okay, I'll, I'll take you to him. But she has a talk with him the whole way there where Ahsoka is basically trying to convince Din not to go and actually meet with him, but doing it very gently and, and not trying to be overbearing. And so we kind of come to a confrontation where Ahsoka shows Din, Grogu, and Luke farther away and says like, hey, he misses you a lot. If you go up there, it's going to be really hard for both of you guys. Are you doing this for Grogu's sake? Or are you doing this for your own sake? And Din's very conflicted for a while. He's like, no, 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 it's, it's I'm giving him a family gift. Like this is as a Mandalorian, it's definitely me. But the more Ahsoka talks, he kind of realizes, yeah, I just want to see him again. So he gives Ahsoka the, the little bundle and says, just make sure he gets this then, please. And heads off. So we get our kind of resolution to the question we were wondering last episode of, you know, how long is this going to take? What's going to happen? And yeah, basically from there, we cut again to Luke and Grogu and we get another cool homage where it's basically it's Luke with Grogu on his back and that same kind of Yoda backpack running and jumping and doing the same things that he did in episode five on Dagobah, kind of doing the exercises to climb up to the top of a tree where he explains kind of the balance of the force to Grogu. And then from there, they kind of go down and we get a little bit of a shot of Luke practicing lightsaber forms while Grogu's meditating. And then Luke pulls out the training remote that he had uh, that Obi-Wan was using on him in episode four. And so we get that nice little flashback of Grogu try, uh, actually learning how to force jump and stuff with the remote shooting bolts at him. Because, yeah, they show it at first. He's like, it's a training remote. Like, you're just not going to tell him to shoot stun bolts. And then yeah, it right, just hits him in the Yeah. Almost hits him. Yeah, and then he flies back. But they basically do a bunch of training with it and it's Grogu just running away from the chain Jordan bouncing over it and stuff like that while uh, Luke and Ahsoka are kind of talking and watching him and then Grogu just mercs the training Jordan yeah. he just breaks its internals with the force which I was like is that a choke is that like something we should be concerned about but they don't seem to mind so yeah. okay and then Grogu's oh. just like yeah I did it I did it I'm tired <laughs> Ma yeah. remember yeah. when didn't didn't have to be like yeah, don't do that don't don't, yeah, don't yeah. choke people <laughs> he's like I'm gonna yeah. do it <laughs> but it feels it feels so edgy and cool dad yeah, yeah. Yeah, so basically as he's resting, Luke and Ahsoka have a nice little chat with Ahsoka saying things like, oh, you know, he's getting better. You know, it looks like you're teaching him a lot. And Luke's like, I don't, honestly, I don't know if I'm teaching him or if he's remembering things and I want to make sure I'm doing a good job and all this stuff. It's really nice. And then Ahsoka and uh, kind of confirms with Luke that Din did come down and give him, uh, give a gift for Grogu. So Luke takes it and we get another nice line where as Luke's being very concerned about Grogu's training, Ahsoka says, oh, you're so much like your father. Yeah. And I was like, and, and, and like his mom too, right? Oh, you're not going to mention Padme? Okay. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> okay. And then, yeah, Ahsoka, uh, I was a little bit disappointed with this, but Ahsoka then goes to leave and looks like, will I see you again? And Ahsoka's like, yeah, maybe. And then heads off. And I was like, oh, I thought she was actually going to stay and help with stuff. But I guess Wrong, we need man. to do the Ahsoka series. Yeah, we need to do the Ahsoka series. So she needs to leave. <laughs> yeah, so she heads off. And from there, we kind of switch back to Din as he goes to Tatooine, goes into Boba's palace. The one of the two Gamorreans is there to greet him. And 
it's clear he's like, oh, intruder, I'm going to stand yeah. here and not do anything. And then mm-hmm. Din's like, I'm, I'm here to see Fennec Shand asked me to be here. And he's like, oh, okay, I know that name. And I'm like, oh, my God. I know, I know <laughs> names. You come with yeah. me. Yeah. That's what I was doing. I was like, doesn't even confirm. He's yeah. like, oh, okay. Yeah. They probably, she probably told him, like, you're probably going to expect, like, a guy coming in. I guess, but it's like really like one of the two Gamorreans just being like, "Oh, he knows the name of yeah. one of the two people everyone yeah. knows the name of in Boba's right. crew." Yeah, okay. Ruthless. <laughs> be like, yeah, I can just man, I I know Boba Fett. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we're all good now. That's probably how Chrysanthemum got in in the first damn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Honestly. <laughs> Here to see Boba Fett. Okay. <laughs> oh wait, he tried to do something bad. Uh, uh. Yeah. Could you imagine? <laughs> oh shit! 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 Yo, yes. stealth. Not even once. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so basically, uh, we then cut to uh, Boba, Fennec, and the mods that we still don't know any of the names of them, uh, standing around a hollow projector uh, with Chrysanthemum. So Chrysanthemum is officially part of the crew now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Fennec's giving an overview of like, look, here's what the syndicate is. Here's what they're setting up. Somehow they're not, they're only operating in, <laughs> in Mos Espa. Let's ignore that for now, though. Uh, and being like, look, we need muscle. We need this. We need that. All this stuff. By the way, here's Din Djarin. He's going to be with us as well as Din just kind of pops into the scene. But yeah, they talk about they need reinforcements and they need some stuff, which I was like, yeah, you know, they talked about last episode. Money buys help. You're going to go get so You're going to go buy some muscle. Um, and Din's like, oh, I got somebody I can talk to. And I was like, really? You, you know, and they do like a bunch of fake outs here. Well, I'll talk, we'll talk about it more later. But basically, Din's like, I know some people that we can get to help. And so I was like, oh, okay, cool. So they cut to a crate dragon skull that's going. I was like, oh, he's going to go talk to the Tuscans. Nope. The Jawas have lashed yeah. the, the crate dragon skull to the top of their. How they did it, they, nobody knows. Yeah, they did pimp my sand crawler. Yeah. And fucking, like, they've got, they're, they're rocking yeah, that like as the M1 Starfighter comes by. So I put right? one on top of your sand crawler. <laughs> right. And then Din, Din buzzes past them. And I was like, oh, he, well, I'll, I'll talk about what my theory was, but it doesn't matter because it doesn't happen. But the Jawas just waved to him as he, like, circles yeah. and flies away. Um, He's like, yo, he guys, look at, what I made, bro, with your help. Yeah. And he was like, hey, look, uh, we, we stole no, your we're going to take it back now. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> But yeah, so he basically goes to Mos Pelgo and lands, and as he gets out, there's this guy we've never seen before, he's like, you have to go park in the flats, and he's like, I, who, what? No, who I'm here to you? see, yeah, I'm here to see Cobb Vance, it's like, you don't gotta park out uh, like, Did you not else. hear he's me? Like, Do you not understand what I'm saying, buddy? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Mando's just like, I don't have time for you, and yeah. so Cobb Vance shows up, It's like, it's okay, it's okay. Deputy, yeah. just go away. Get, get out of here, yeah. <laughs> and we get that nice scene oh. where, like, as he, as he lets the deputy go away, Cobb's like, he's a good kid, he's a good kid, he's a little bit, you know, he's a, he, he's, yeah. he's, he's got a lot here. He's got a lot of pep. He's got a lot of pep, but you know, he's yeah, exactly. He's very eager, but you know, what's up, man? Uh, so they catch up a little bit, go back to the bar and drink. And Din kind of lays out the offer of like, hey, Moss Pelgo has a lot of good fighters. We'd love for you to work with a crime lord. And Vance, like, what are you talking about? It's so weird, but yeah, it's he's like, what are you talking about? We worked together on the crate dragon because like we needed. You. We needed to, and Din's like, "No, you guys are good warriors. I need you on my side. Yeah. We can pay you money." As, they, as you <laughs> flash back, you see them getting burned with like stomach acid. You're like, "Right?" So, like, oh I mean, granted, they're courageous. They went up against they a great dragon. They didn't yeah, run away. So yeah. No, but it was such but, an odd thing to bring up to them. Be like, "I thought you're just gonna ask him. Do you want the whole yeah. the whole village yeah. to come through?" I mean, Why? you need people. It's, it's, it's just you need numbers, I, right? I guess, but we'll talk about it later. Yeah. yeah. Weird. Uh, and so basically, Vanth is like, "No, nah, we're settlers. I, I mean, I'll call." I'll ask. I'll, I'll I'll figure. I'll see. But don't count on it. And it's like okay, cool. And he goes and leaves. And the weak way is like, we're not doing this, right? And he's like, just just call everybody who's a fighting age. We'll figure this out. And as that's happening, uh, as the guy goes back inside, Vanth kind of looks down the street, and there's a figure approaching. And as that figure's approaching, he kind of talks to one of the people. And he's like, hey, duh. Just tell everyone to go inside real quick. And uh, she's like, is there trouble? And he's like, I I hope not, but we'll see. 
And we cut back to the figure. And I think by this point, even me and my horrifically sleep deprived point, we all noticed that who that silhouette was. But who was it? We all started freaking the hell out because of them. When this cop starting to walk forward and the deputy's starting to come out, we get that third shot. And there's only one blue skinned dude who wears a cowboy hat and a duster with that belt buckle. And so fucking Cad Bane rolls up to the streets of Moss Pelago. I literally, I'm like, I'm like, you son of a bitch, you did it again. That's what oh, I did. That's what I said. I So for those who didn't know, I was literally running off of 48 hours of no sleep when I watched that episode. And I had, I thought to myself afterwards, at least the funniest kind of like realization in my head. See, so yeah, I was looking at the silhouette yeah. and I was like, oh, who, who, uh, who wears that? That looks almost familiar. Oh, that's cool. If his brim was like double the size, that would be Cad Bane. Oh my God, it's Cad Bane. It was the hat. I'm just like, you know, because yeah. if you remember Clone Wars, he has that gigantic. Yeah, but in, in that, that's Bad what Batch, he has a smaller rim one, right? Bad Batch, yeah, got yeah. smaller because he kept losing it. Yeah, right? yeah. So at that point, he had <laughs> that you, Jack Sparrow thing going on. There's only so many Ithorians you can kill to get hats off, yeah. of, right? So I mean, yeah. <laughs> and the other thing too is but, he's not as good as Luffy at keeping his hat. Let's be honest. Well, yeah, but there's some kind of a string. That's true. Yeah, there's plot connections to it. (laughs) And then, so right after that, yeah, it's just like he he does the whole like, I was like, oh, I was just like, Dad was right. Okay. Yeah. And it's it's so, and so Cad Bane rolls up and he's like, hey, whatever Fett's paying you, we'll match it. Just stay out of the way. There's a very tense standoff where Vance, like, I don't know who you are. He either doesn't know who he is or he wants to confirm who it is. Mm. Uh, no idea. Very Absolutely tense no idea. It, it could go either way, right? But I, I assume it's he doesn't know. But we get a very tense standoff between Bane, Vanth, and the deputy. And basically, because Vanth is trying to keep an eye on himself and the deputy, he doesn't get the draw on Bane fast enough. So Bane hits as far as we see shoots Cobb in the shoulder and just fucking ices the deputy just just annihilates him it's like four rounds just takes him out and then as they're both yeah as they're both lying there bane's like as long as you don't interfere with the syndicate the spice will keep flowing and no one will get hurt and then he walks off and we kind of cut as everyone's rushing to Vance, just trying to see if he's okay. I love how all the Tans people are like, yeah, the deputy's fucked. <laughs> you okay? But yeah, from there, we cut to a scene that, I, I mean, it proves a point, but I got really annoyed with it. And then because kind of what we talked about last episode in this episode, where two Pike and the two Pike enforcers go to Sanctuary and kind of just go there, order some drinks with uh, the, I can't remember what it's called, but it's the ice cream container. Kind of sit there with it and when the droid comes to take their orders, they leave before the drinks come in. And it's like, oh, fuck, I know what this is. And because the droid even goes, oh, you forgot your container. And Garza Flip kind of starts to realize what's happening too late as the container explodes. Just, uh, I assume, obliterate Sanctuary. I had no idea that was what's going to happen. Oh, oh no, as soon as... Soon as movies, exactly, yeah, right? <laughs> no, it's such a mafia thing. As soon as the, they started to leave, yeah. even before the droid showed up with the drinks, I was like, ah, fuck. All right. Yeah. <sighs> okay, so... Sanctuary is no more. And then from there, to round out the episode, we cut to the temple. Well, the beginnings of Skywalker's Jedi Temple. And to sum it up, Luke presents Grogu with a choice where he says, Hey, I've got two gifts for you. Din came here. He get, There is a Beskar chainmail shirt here for you that uh, I'll talk to you later. But he puts it on the ground and goes like this. You can take this if you want. In this box, I've got Yoda's lightsaber. This could be yours. But you only get to pick one, because if you take the shirt, you're not forsaking attachment. And that's not the Jedi way. So I guess we're not going with with uh, EU Luke anymore. But he basically says, like, make your choice. Which one do you want to get? And obviously, it's going to end there. 
You tell your spice runners Tatooine's closed for business. This planet's seen enough violence. You should have never given up your armor. Uh, and yeah, that's how the episode closes out. So I will say, kind of like what I did last episode, this is a great episode of Mandalorian Season 3. It's a good episode of Book of Boba Fett. But again, there's like 10 minutes out of like the 40. It is setting up a lot, to do especially Fett. with that new like the new character, the Cadbian, that came out. Like, oh my god. But it's just like, like is the, is the last episode going to be two hours? Because I don't see it how has to be. Season, but that's it, right? It has to yeah. be. It has to be like an hour and a half minimum. Exactly. I can't, I can't see them having this one be also like 45, 48 minutes. It's like, you're going to explain nothing in that time from everything yeah. that we need to know. So, and, and again, like as much as I love Mandalorian, everything Din does in this episode could have been Mandalorian season three, episode two. Yeah. Cause it like, it's nothing, right? It's nothing in like, it's obviously not nothing in this uh, Mandalorian's plot, but it's nothing in the book of Boba Fett's plot. I mean, it's still little tiny bits, but much. yeah, not much. There's more barely, to do with Boba Fett in anything. this episode than there was in the last. That's the only yeah, thing. You see, but here's here's the issue. What everything Noma said was right. Like this, this could have been episodes one and two of Mandalorian season three. Mm -hmm. You could have used these two episodes for some of the earlier episodes pushed back. If you used two slots to explain a whole bunch of things, you could have done all the flashback stuff with the Tuskins in mm -hmm. one episode. You could have done a lot of mod exposition and taking yeah. Fennec and everything to get repaired after you talk about them then we know that there's this guy out here because they talk about him and he can even both can be like oh yeah I've met him before and Fennec is just like yeah so have I, I just don't remember it I think there's you a know? lot of stuff in here that needs to be said before some other series come out because I'm not sure they haven't yeah. confirmed when season three of Mandalorian is coming out and if it's before the like Ahsoka Tano stuff right so, but like, again, this could have been like Ahsoka Tano episode one, at least, right? This episode, at least, could have been just being her on the thing, the, interacting and that kind of stuff. And then her it, going off at the end and then starting Ahsoka. Yeah, true. Because they, for, they forewent a lot of stuff to explain Boba Fett's whole deal in his own series mm. instead of just bringing in other characters to give them their moments of it. It's just like, no, you have so much opportunity to expand on what you already built. Just go for it and yeah. leave this all for Boba. And then when you have Mando, when you have Ahsoka, we'll still appreciate these episodes. We'll still love them, but they'll feel more yeah. contextual, at least in that, sure. in that respect. Yeah, because like one of the things that really disappointed me this episode is, and this is the, this is the harshest insult I'm probably going to give Book of Boba Fett in its entire run so far before you do just a heads up for yeah. the audience we're just getting this out of the way and then we're going to talk about the yeah, episode so in its like glory yeah. all of its glory because there's a lot of good stuff in there's this episode, great shit in this episode sanctuary was handled the same way last jedi is handled now that its story's closed out i don't understand why it's important still nobody's explained to me anything about this place unless garza flip survived with like a burned man slash harvey dent slash like even without some that kind though, of i think like that there is meaning behind it in terms, okay, the, the things that I can think of are mm. Boba went in and made a made a, a scene of like, I am going to be your protector and you are going to give me money. Right? Oh, sure. In terms of the its importance to the plot, sure, it has a bare minimum of plot. Who is Garza Flip? Why is oh, she yeah. like she's not? She's, a, sanctuary she's definitely do? a throwaway character <laughs> unless yeah, she survives. It's... You're right. But well, the, the, I, they didn't build her up to be one, though. No, they exactly. built her up to be some pseudo important character. It's like, yeah. no, it's not Tasio Anna. 
all the media has shown yeah Mm -hmm. all the media has has at least hinted at her being an important character and she if you didn't have sanctuary or if you didn't have garza flip in book of boba fett so far it wouldn't make a difference sanctuary would make a little bit of a difference yeah because basically what what that does is it shows that boba fett can't control his territory can't protect the people that he was getting payment from to protect can't keep his word and that what does that do for the people of must must sure right but that's all important to Sanctuary. Yes, that's what I mean, though. But she Not also Garth. is Sanctuary, yeah. though. Like, she is the owner-operator. Like, she is the face of Sanctuary, right? And there and might that's be some... all we can glean from it. Yeah, what, that's the yeah, only thing. That's all her assume, only importance, yeah. But we're never told. No. And again, we get all this exposition for other stuff. Yeah. More related to Mandalorian's universe. I mean, it's just that too perfect. much is left up in the air for interpretation. Mm-hmm. For sure, yeah, yeah. Rather than just confirming a few things so that we have a foundation. Like, the foundation we have for it is very thin. Mm-hmm. Like, everything you just said there is just like, yes, you are correct. Because, But that is, like, the bare bones of having something. So it's like, okay, they blew it up. It's just like, all right, but how much did they give Boba? What else were they giving Boba? Is this, like, an information panel? Is this mm-hmm. where people come to see new? We don't know a damn thing. Can you eat here, for fuck's sake? No, yeah. it's a gambling then slash just, okay, well, Chris Sands in the series didn't have anything. Boba showed up. Boba showed up there maybe three times. And the three mm-hmm. times he showed up there... You've got no explanation of who she is or whatever. And he, he could have been like, so what, what What are you about? What do you do? Mm. She could have been cagey. She could have been not, nothing. Nothing. Like, oh, can you imagine? Garza Pips dead. Who? Oh, right. Twilight. Uh, yeah. Because from okay. an emotional standpoint, too, there are two characters who maybe died this episode, right? Garza Whip, Cobb Vanth. Who do you think people cared about more? Oh, yeah, Cobb Vanth for sure, because he's, he's yeah. more of a built-up character, and you have a lot more time with him. Right. And why is that the case? Because it shouldn't be. Garza Whip, should, they should have been on equal grounds at least, right? Yeah. I, I, but I, Cobb Banth got one flashback and one episode dedicated to Sure. Him. That is both more than Garza's ever gotten. Yeah, and I think Despite if, she's being dead, in more episodes. if she's dead, then it makes sense why they didn't spend a lot of time on her. Because I don't think no, Cobb Banth is the dead. Opposite. There's no that's way. The opposite is what we're no, saying. and I agree with you. I don't think Cobb Banth's dead. I think Garza's dead. I would have been yeah. pissed if they put a lot of time into Garza and then just murdered her in this episode. No, I, I, I don't think she'll be dead. She will be horrifically injured or you something so? like that. Or she'll need to, she'll need to visit the lot to get like a droid bottom. <laughs> like one of the like one of the Twi'lek Lekus like cut or like burned. Maybe and <laughs> if sin. that's all that happens to her, I'll be, I'll be actually be annoyed. No, but I mean like that's part of it. Like she's like kind of disfigured or burnt, and then that's like one of the things yeah. that happens. If she gets like vader treatment then yeah i guess she, no maybe. she's gonna pull a thranduil and she'll be like magic look at my face yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah synth blast money maker's fine everything else is it's gonna be yeah. uh what's her face from death stranding i can't remember it's been a while Lena Le- Le- ups simulator yeah. let's get in, let's get into some good stuff <laughs> yeah. though like we got I would just say like Cop Vanth the opening scene sticking up to the pikes. I love that. Oh, so good. He has oh, zero good. armor on. It's just clothing. And I'm just like, and, yo, and this guy's got balls to go up against four syndicate members. But it's such a good and again, it's just treating these characters with different amounts of respect. Because yeah. they yeah. it's such a good opening scene because it you is. A establish Cop Vanth is back. He stole the marshal. And the most important part, you very clearly show how skilled he is as a gunslinger. Yeah, because yeah. you don't name you didn't get that in the last like in Mandalorian. Mm, exactly. But you get exactly. it now and you're like, okay, this is why he's the marshal. This is why they trust him, right? Mm-hmm. So like it's just nice to see that they're treating him in that in that way and giving you that respect that it's nice yeah. a little bit annoying but yeah overall i'm not going to complain about cobb vance portrayal in this episode exactly well what did you think of that scene with with cobb vance there were two things in that in that scene that i really appreciated 
first the walk up, how patient he was, how calm he was the whole time. It's just like, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he's definitely been Marshall for a while. His age shows it, and he's definitely he's got the stones to deal with it. Oh, yeah. It's like he has a deputy. He didn't even bring the deputy with him just for the numbers, <laughs> not with yeah. a sniper or anything like that. It's just like, just stay here. He knew that he probably would the deputy probably would have got shot. Right? Yeah. Probably, or would have done something stupid. On the other hand, it's just like, all right, the Pike Syndicate. If he didn't let that one of them go, either they would have come back in force or Cad Bane might have never showed up. True. Yeah, it's a 50-50 but, show. Yeah, tell, tell your people we're here. Okay, I heard you're here. Yeah. <laughs> I shoot you now. Yeah. It's just, Man it's with like, the gun. You kind of you designed that yourself. Mm. But at, at the beginning, when we didn't know this stuff, it worked up a really cool aesthetic. Thinking back, like there's nothing else you could do if you were trying to really protect everyone, other than like you know you, have to you shoot it again. Them, hide the bodies. You got yeah, exactly, exactly, again, right? Yeah. So it's just like I I understand at that point. It's the choice that you would most likely make in that situation every time. Uh, didn't going to them to ask for help was so weird. <laughs> I don't understand. It's like I know people. It's just like they barely do. You barely yeah. do. And I, I love and appreciate at the end when he's like, look, it's I'm trying to ask for a favor. And it's it's hard for me to ask mm-hmm. for a favor to some for somebody. And I was just like, okay, I get it. That's why you went around with the whole preamble. You'll be paid. Oh, it's this. Oh, you're, you're great warriors. I'm, I'm buttering you up. It's just like, they, they just want to live. They don't care. Mm-hmm. Now, because you've shown up here again and definitely confirmed, it's just like not only are they like trying to protect themselves and keep themselves out of harm's way, now you've associated them with Boba, giving the Pikes pretty much be like, okay, yeah, well, we're going to fuck with you next. And Bane was already on his way, probably just to be like, yo, I'm I'm going to hold you up. No, I see you're dealing with one of them. You know? And one of the lines mm-hmm. he uses, it's like, yeah, Boba Fett used to work for the Empire. A cold-blooded killer. You're right, yeah. and it's just like, you know what? That's a damn good point. Where were you yeah. throughout all that? You, The person who's been shady and is doing all the worst shit Mm-hmm. didn't actually work like that's yeah it's true huh and i just sat back and i was just like he was working for the underworld rather point. than the empire and honestly i wouldn't be surprised if he saw the empire's policy to aliens i was like yeah like that no nope. fuck that yeah because yeah. Bob, Bob is Mandalorian, also, right? he's he's more human than he is yeah, or, than an alien i species. could see it being two things i could see it being either cad bane right seeing how they treat aliens and being like no thank you or being like oh this is still the republic yeah i'm not fucking with that yeah, yeah. i'm going off and doing his own thing right because uh, um, we do see, right, when the Empire is fledgling, he still has no problem gunning down clones. Yeah. Bad batch. I, I feel um, like um, the whole, like, Mandalorian going out to see the uh, Mos Pelago people and all that stuff and, like, recruiting them. Yeah. I think it may lead into, like, Cobb Vanth reaching out to the Tuscans and bringing them along, too. See, like I was saying during the synopsis, there was, like, a double fake out for me. Yeah. And the first fake out was as he, he was like, I know people. I was like, who does he know that can fight? Oh, he knows the Tuscans. Yeah, that that's to. what I thought, too, at first. Right. The, the tribe that he talked to with uh, whatever rookie bounty hunter when they were taking down Fennec. Yeah. So it was like them or Cobb Vance Tuskins. Like one of those two. And then when he buzzes past the Sandcrawler, I was like, oh, is he going to talk to the Jawas he's now made friends with and buy a bunch of terrible droids off them? Yeah. That'll be kind of like shit, the shitty muscle. Yeah. So I was like, oh, it could be either of those. Really? Moss Pelgo? Okay. Yeah. yeah. I thought like, because like, he was passing the, the crate Dragon thing. I'm like, oh, is he yeah, like yeah. on his way to the Tuskins? And then he stops off in Pelgo. But I mean, the, t- mm-hmm. the crate dragon was kind of in between the Tuscans and 
Mos Pelgo, right? So yeah. I can see them coming. Like this would make a lot of sense to introduce Boba Fett into like the the Tuscans again into a new tribe, mm. where like Din can communicate with them, but also Boba Fett can, right? So mm. like if Mos Pelgo citizens kind of come, but they also bring some of their Tuscan warrior friends in, because I'm, I'm assuming like the Tuscans would have some say in what they would want to do in the Dune Sea, right? Well, plus also we don't know yet, but the Pikes might be fucking with them too, right? Right, yeah. and I actually wanted to get into that a little bit with uh uh cad bane i can't remember who, who said this online it was, i think it was on twitter possibly but cad bane possibly being the muscle that the syndicate hired back in the day to take out the tribe that, that boba fett was with because mm. they know they they have to know that cad bane and boba are not on good terms and so for cad bane to get revenge on boba the tuscan stuff well, see, i mean but we saw the kinton mark so unless he purposely went out of his way to Nah, I actually wouldn't like I, that as that's, much. That's really? a stretch. I, yeah. I'd rather well, then, just be then a group of the, the things because that's exactly. the whole revenge scene. Yeah, exactly. Because well, really Boba feels like he got vindication on but that. Then, but then it cheapens that scene. Now Boba's yeah. just slaughtered a bunch of people for no reason. But that's the yeah. thing where he's like, I had I did that in thinking that I was righteous in that, but I wasn't, and it was you that fucked me. I don't know. Nah, I feel like it would nah. be... Boba's taking enough L's okay. this season. Okay. I don't want to see that. Fair enough. If anything, he could rip it into him that way just being yeah, just be like, like yo i didn't even have to show up there a, a biker gang took care of yeah, them and, and just like and shove and in his face like, yeah. you couldn't protect them you can't protect the city you can't protect anything yeah yeah thing. just to really piss him off at that point pull a chrysanthemum on him <laughs> I, I love the scene though with din and cop vanth in the cantina and they're just like chilling to talk mm. he's like let me buy you a drink and like they're just chatting it up and um i don't know if you noticed but the, the crate dragon ribs rib yeah, cage, ribs part are, of it yeah, is in the cantina there yeah um that was pretty cool but man that entrance from cad bane though holy Dude. shit let's talk about that yeah i will say one way i can tell cad bane was done excellently in clone wars and bad batch is as far as i've seen because i think we all thought it and everyone i've seen thought the same thing as soon as you recognize cad bane you're like ah i'm sorry Cobb, you're fucked yeah oh 100 yeah. yeah yeah nobody is nobody was like he might have a chance unless you had no idea who cad bane is it was just like it's it though no, we're done i'm so i'm so sorry Cobb. um i just didn't want him to die was the yeah, only yeah, thing exactly. i was just like he's skilled enough to put you down without killing you i don't think he's dead and it, i don't know i don't think so because he was he's, talking he's afterwards hurt. and he was talking to Cobb vanth was that is don't you feel like that's the no he's talking to the town no, you think so i thought he was yeah. talking to Cobb. no i think he was talking to every to the people because everybody was out as they came yeah. okay. through i paused just... on that scene like when he gets well, shot no, no, no. and he gets shot in the shoulder the left well, the yeah, right shoulder. People, people were like staring out of their windows and stuff yeah. like that and cad's not stupid yeah he's, he's like, just, like everybody everybody's here so i'm down. gonna talk to the wind yeah, yeah. right because yeah. you can all fucking hear me you've yeah. all seen what happened yeah all right it's, it's cool. the it's the classic western right you roll up you kill the sheriff and then you're like listen i'm in charge now yeah yeah what i say goes and you just say that and then everybody knows right yeah that kind of that's what i thought yeah i agree with you I, th I definitely think that that scene was done really well and for the people that knew who vic cobb or cad bane, bane is yeah. you're just like oh no oh no right because we we got that enforced in bad batch right what's like yeah. hunter's good hunter's very good he's not cad bane yeah no. oh it's ridiculous how, how yeah. crazy he is However, on the flip side of that, next episode, I'm kind of curious what's going to happen because Bane's going up against two people who have already kicked his ass again. Same thing as Chrysanthemum. I wouldn't right? say kicked his ass. Fennec kicked his Boba ass. Kicked, Boba kicked his ass. From the hints that we've seen of Cad Bane wearing the metal plate in Bad Batch yeah. Season 7, Boba flattened him. You think? I, and I, just walked away. Yeah. Right? 
and if people don't know, there's an old uh, when they thought Clone Wars was canceled, they released a bunch of previs that they had. Bad Batch uh, was part of that. They, yeah, bad, the original uh, season seven Bad Batch trio of episodes was in that and in one episode it was boba and basically the climax of it is him and bane have a duel they both headshot each other that's where boba's the dent on his helmet comes from and bane got headshotted and was assumed killed the only thing that batch him showing up with the plate sorry uh bad batch him showing up with the plate kind of confirmed that that might have happened because it looks like the area they got headshot in so if that's the case and if that's what they're hinting at then boba's kicked his ass and fennec kicked his ass over uh the old camino plan Um, granted it took her multiple fights to kick his ass but it still happened yeah the one thing um, that doesn't make sense in that scene to me now that i think about it is like beskar mm-hmm. reflects blaster bolts so i don't know what is in Boba's cat bane's gun yeah but Boba's helmet's not made of beskar it has to be because what else could hold up against a blaster uh i'm pretty sure it's durasteel because remember that's not Django's helmet because no he it's not Django's helmet but it's a mandalorian helmet i'm assuming he just took it off of a mandalorian it- from from what I remember from the old canon, it was it's a Durasteel helmet. I don't know if that's still canon anymore. That would be interesting I, to know. I, yeah, because I think that came out after that Clone Wars episode, which was still when it was Lucasfilm, not Disney. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so from what I remember, he gets it remade as a Durasteel helmet. Interesting. Um, like High I said, powered that, round. Just exactly. Just so that, that's that's why it's dented as opposed yeah. to you know Beskar, which is for flying. Yeah, Durasteel, that makes sense. Seen Din's helmet he's, he's been getting shot up all season oh, yeah. it's been like bing, 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 yeah exactly bing. yeah because then that one shot when they're on the uh the gazanti that one trooper has the heavy machine gun yeah or the heavy laser cannon they are not heavy laser getting hit with it and yeah it's just bouncing off din so yeah so we'll see i mean yeah still cad bane's imposing and i knew as soon as he was you know what we all knew as soon as he went up against Cobb, it wasn't gonna end well for Cobb. Against Boba and Fennec, though, eh. yeah, Fennec can even can stay with yeah. him like one on one hand to hand combat, and Boba can do mm. the the marksman. Yeah, can can out marksman him. So, and if it's both at the same time, sorry, Cad. Now the think... tables have turned. But you know, it's yeah. it's very telling that Bane has enough of a reputation, especially as a villain, to still be threatening when he shows up. Because as we talked about before, that was not the case for people or for us knowing who Kersantin was. Yeah. Mm. He showed up and we were like, oh, cool. It's Black Chrysanthemum. This is not enough muscle. Yeah. It's immediate. Like he's five, good. Right? Yeah, he's, he's good. stronger than Chewy, but like. But he's not both yeah. an organic Shangri. Yeah. Which is probably why the Huts got him and not Cad, because Cad was already in with the Puts. That makes sense. Mm, it's true. Can I just ask a question? Mm. Pablo Escobar? Uh. <laughs> what? Pablo Escobar That's the note is that the you have in here in the, in the show it's notes. The, Go ahead. It's the cocaine bear that went and ate the like seven Oh, that's, that's, that's what they named him. Pablo yeah, Escobar. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. What <laughs> scene? So, so basically, as far as I remember from how the articles went, there was a Russian drug oh, deal yeah, that went okay, down. Yeah, yeah. This, they this abandoned, is bonus yeah. for afterwards. Yeah, yeah they, they abandoned the drug deal because a bear wandered in. And if you don't know... Uh, grizzly bears are so fucking horrifying they can take headshots from guns and keep going so they just abandoned it the bear ate the cocaine oh no <laughs> and then went on like a seven hour just fucking rampage of being the most deadly animal in the world this is, this is what's happening moment. with the, the spice in the desert is what you're saying yeah, yeah, yeah. It's basically the Tying same thing that, you know right? yeah yeah now we've got now we've got a bantha that's basically the apex predator god of a great dragon got his hands on oh my that. god it's done i don't even think uh, it would affect you would them. see the most beautiful jewel no yeah from, from, oh yeah from the, <laughs> it would have like speckles of spice in it yeah oh my god turn on the Pretty light turn on the lightsaber it just starts to give everyone like a like a fucked up haze yeah. as you're getting near oh it, it's kyokasuga no it's it's uh <laughs> oh no it's it's um jane silent bob return oh. and it's the fucking um what's it called oh my god do you guys ever see that where they have like the star wars ripoff ages ago 
and they have like the guy with like the big hand and then the guy with like the big like dildo lightsaber you haven't seen that with kevin smith and everything oh my god it's I, I so stupid like high school it's like it's like it's like, oh, it's like bud man and like something like that like they're doing like this offshoot yeah. stupid like satirical thing just you know um, i i i understand the bleach reference more than the sun chains that's fair, that's reference, but but yeah no it's the uh, one thing i want to bring up now because like that's everything that's happening on tatooine right uh, on the pike's takeover the start of the takeover that's the, yeah, the last yeah. thing just like the pikes yeah, and, blowing and it's up. weird again like the only thing that's kind of really weird to me is like it's we're only talking about moss espa this whole time yeah so is moss eisley its own thing like what's happening there it's gotta be but, but i always thought job operated in moss eisley he did too. but his reach yeah. was far more reaching than boba's right and Boba I, doesn't I just have any. Moss Eisley was the closest place to his palace initially. Yeah, so yeah, that's well, true. I was just like, yeah. what the hell? Because we didn't know Moss Espa existed until mm -hmm. this book or until this series, right? I would so. like to see a. We have seen a map of where Moss Eisley and Moss Espa are, but we don't know that in relation to Jabba's palace. And honestly, with Tool Tour, it's just like, is Anchorhead even still a thing? Like... Oh yeah, it's part of Moss Eisley, isn't it? I think so. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not 100 sure. Anyway, you're gonna um, say Ed, uh, apart from Tatooine. Yeah, so with everything that's happening on Tatooine, it's good to see. But what's happening on unnamed planet X Jedi New Temple soon? <laughs> one droid that I've never, I I think I've we've seen it before in in other series, but I can't remember if we have. But those ant droids, man, they are yeah. awesome. They, <laughs> I, everybody should be using. They look those. really cool. Are you kidding me? They look cool. Their function is great. They don't yeah. have a huge impact on the ground or nothing like that. They yeah. built this guy a bench in like two seconds, and then it's like, oh yeah, Archie my, told them to make a bench. Sit down, lay down, have a yeah. Nap. I love that part. My my favorite part of their design is that it looks like it's three gonk droids stapled together. <laughs> Almost, yeah. <laughs> With a manipul on one hand or on one end, and then a bunch of stilts. It was just like I, it didn't, looks... I didn't even see that. I was just more. I was. <laughs> I was so in awe. Just like look at them. They're, they're it's worker immediate. ants. They're work... it, and then oh, I was like, yeah. "Where did Luke get them? He couldn't. He didn't. I know, right? Where did you get these? Yeah. No, it, it, it was so good to me because it's it's one of those things where it's just like a the picture tells me a story. Where it's just mm -hmm. like, yeah, we built a gonk droid. Um, has a lot of power, so like staple three of them together and then like give it a manipulator claw. I think it's just a shitty cheap work droid we can make. Oh, we're making a lot of money off of this. It's just, <laughs> like, it's just I love how because it looks so cheap but so functional. Yeah, yeah. can I just yeah. make it? I just kind of make a, a, a joke here. Uh, mm. gonk, it's like instead of human centipede, it's gonk centipede. Yeah. <laughs> if there had been cables doing that, I would have been like, oh no, oh, Jesus like, connecting Christ. them together. Uh, they're all just powering each other. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know what is with you today, man? Talking infinite about energy, and yeah. Dildos and the fucking human oh sense. Yo, man, the Jade Silent Bob Strikes Back movie is a fucking gem. You should watch it. Um, the uh, the temple was really cool. That there was like a nod back to like building that temple up into like the the sequel trilogy. Like it's nice that we have yeah. like mm. him starting that Exposition. now, right? Mm. And Ahsoka telling yeah. Mando that. And being like, yo, like this is gonna be a temple for the new generation of Jedi and all that stuff. Yeah. The but I think man, the, the oh sorry. Just Ahsoka telling him like he's such like his father. I was just like, please, how? Tell me how. Because <laughs> what of Anakin do I see here? Oh Nothing, man, the, the look so in that scene. Like the parallel, like if you look in the Clone Wars, there's a scene where like Ahsoka's looking at Anakin. Mm. And then this Ahsoka it's looking the same at the same kind of thing with it's, the, yeah, it's the juxtaposition the there. Yeah. And it's like it's no. just like there's the the Anakin is in him, right? The the thing the thing that I thought she was seeing 
was something we see from Anakin in a decent amount, but not a lot. Yeah. Which mm. is that that silent doubt and fear that comes from it. Where it's like, I hope I'm doing the right thing. Yeah. Right? I think I'm doing the right thing. Or was Anakin was more brazen right? and more risky. Luke is more mm. cautious and skeptically optimistic in terms of like, well, I think this is the right thing to do. I should do it this way. Also, the raising of everything, like, you know, Anakin still had Obi-Wan with all that. So he knew, he was mm. just like, I'm pretty sure I'm doing the right thing. I mean, if I'm not, uh, he'll give me an earful. Yeah, exactly. He didn't have anybody, right? Like, he had Ben for all of two days. Yeah. And then it's, yeah. Like, <laughs> then it's just like, oh, yeah, like, you know. I'm sure he's still communing with them doing? for sure. Like, I don't have any of these books or anything. Am I sure mm. this is what's going on? You know what? The the one I mean, thing that The one thing that we got very very briefly and i think the new canon that i would like to see them do in live action now yeah. is the meeting between ahsoka luke and leia which i don't yeah. know if they could do mm. i hope they could they definitely could but just just that because i would love to see that same duality where it's like it's so for those who don't know basically there there is a short kind of blurb it's not even a story it's just like a description where mm. ahsoka meets luke and leia tells them about anakin tells him he was a good man and luke's like oh my god i was right i was vindicated like it's it's so great that you're telling me this and leia's like that's cool i don't really don't care. care yeah yeah he still destroyed everyone i ever knew yeah and he was a monster a yeah i, I appreciate them. that you told me this but yes he, he turns he's to still something... vader yeah yeah, yeah. um so i like i would appreciate that scene i think that would be like you know we're bringing so much stuff from the cartoons and from more obscure sections of the world that I would love to see this now. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So you know, I think for the majority of the fan base, they don't realize it's canon until they see it in a TV show or a movie. Yeah, so exactly. being able, or sorry, a live action TV show or a movie. So it would be really nice to see that moment again. I mean, yeah, just but... think about Darth Maul and him coming back into like Solo, and people are like, "He's alive." Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? yeah. Like, yeah people had no he idea. Had all of or... Clone Wars, or like half the Clone Wars, he was running yeah. around. Rebels, he was running around. It's just like, yeah, he's been yeah. alive for a while. And the same thing in Mandalorian season two, right? There were a lot less people saying it, but there were a lot of people saying, "Why am I supposed to care about Bo-Katan? Yeah, who is oh, the yeah. person? Yeah, right? everyone's like, like, "Oh my god, guy, it's right? yeah. like, Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. the, the only thing that annoys me there, I'll make this very short because I don't want to turn into a hate thing. There is all the people who are like, "I'm a huge Star Wars fan. You can't tell me what I know or don't know about uh, Star Wars. I'm a huge fan. I'm a much bigger fan than you ever are. Who the hell's Bo-Katan? Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh. Yeah, like, yeah, all it's, all your preamble just means exactly. nothing now. Yeah, you. Well, like, yeah, at the same time, shit. I think I think it's nice because like everybody comes. From a different perspective, right? It, it, there's there's this respect, yeah. but everybody loves to be like, oh, I'm big number mm-hmm. one. That's the thing. Blah, I, I feel blah, like blah, people shouldn't like... do that, but they should be encouraging in the fact, like, like who's Bo-Katan? And then, like, educate. It's like, oh, like, Bo-Katan's yeah, this character. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, oh, go I didn't know that. Let me go check it out. Like, or not. Rather than it's like, oh, yeah. but everybody's so full of, it's like, you can't judge me and you can't tell me. And, oh, I, I know like more than I you like. do. It's yeah. like, dude, I don't care. Yeah, you can like what you like, but at least know the things. I think the best thing about. Star Wars for and me. And like, yeah, like, at the very least, if you realize that you are wrong or you don't know as much as you do, like own it. Because there's so many people yeah. who won't, right? And they'll be like, oh, well, it, yeah. well, yeah, because you see that too, right? We've seen so many times, like, oh, well, it, it doesn't count because it's a cartoon show. Yeah. It's, it's like, it's, no. Yes, it does count. It's darker than most yeah. Star Wars content. Exactly. Yeah. It's legit Star Wars content that's good. I don't like Resistance. I still know it's a TV show. I screwed yeah. up with the Mythosaur. I'm willing to admit that I w- was lied to in my childhood about the difference between a mythosaur and an ichthyodon. We get, we get educated, right? boys. Like, it, yeah, just be human about it. And just right? and yeah. own, own it, right? And be like, oh, I didn't know yeah. that. Let me, you know, you do a little bit of research. You will fuck up, you will make a mistake. It's all good. Nobody's perfect. But yeah, don't act like you're, you know... Yeah, you can you imagine talking to these people with a don't, great hyperspace yeah. war be like, yeah, you know, you know what that is? Yeah, I think That's that's a, canon too by default. You want to go there? That's the problem because we have <laughs> two opposite sides. We have like the ignorant side that is 
willfully ignorant and like doesn't yeah. care and doesn't want to know and doesn't want to like be open-minded about it or accepting of other mm. people's interests in and Star Wars. Them the and then you have the ones cannot... that are the gatekeepers that know all the stuff and like hold it against people that don't know it. There's like the two sides of it, and right? There's an overlap too though, right? Because on both sides you get people who think they or act like they know everything and then double down and make that's up what I excuses mean. why they don't. Yeah, right? that's what yeah, that's what I mean. But yeah, sorry, overall, I mean that's just my little rant. It, it's annoying to it, see, but you know. if they don't like the cartoons, can you imagine if you bring up books? Yo, yeah. or comics. Oh yeah. god. Um, let's move on. Yeah, let's right, move on to just, the next yeah. thing. Uh, let's go to the, the training. Luke and tra- the training, training with the yeah. little little Grogu there. I think that was great. The parallels oh, with him so training on like Dagobah was fantastic. Mm. I love like the the handstand stuff he made him do, and then like the little like uh, training droid that was great. The handstand was cool. I have a problem with the frogs, man. They didn't do anything <laughs> to anybody. No, but he's hungry, off, Grogu, bro. Grogu picks one up and he's gonna eat it. I thought Luke was aware the whole time what was going on mm. until he opened his eyes and he was just like, you see that, like, man. I was like, what, you didn't realize he was doing this? He didn't yeah. feel something was up? Well, that just okay. shows you, like, his connection Your to the Force versus Luke's, right? <laughs> yeah. Skywalker. Yeah. But even after that, right? It's just like, okay, mm. <laughs> you like lifting them? I'll show you something better. Wait, what are you doing? What are you doing? All the frogs are floating, like, what the fuck's happening? I was like, <laughs> help, you help. Gonna, right? Yeah. So I was like, so you're going to put them down gently, right? Nope. So you're gonna put them down gently, right? Like you're just gonna like let them no so let them go. What? (laughs) I was like, if you hurt some of them frogs just from doing that, are you kidding me, Luke? What are you doing? (laughs) He's like, Oh yeah, you could do that too. Yeah, you can because you eat them already, right? So you don't give a damn what happens. Yeah, we know how much Grogu cares about living things from season two where he's eating all those eggs. Eggs. Yeah. (laughs) Sentient creature, yeah. Eggs. Um the one thing I wanted to get into here was the flashback to the Jedi Temple. That was a really cool scene. We get three Jedi Mm. in it. If you guys click the link that I put in the description there for attached to the symbol word, you'll see mm-hmm. that uh, Matt V525 on Twitter was like, yo, isn't that Barris Ophi's crest on the wall in that scene? And it is. I looked it into it on the wiki yeah. and Barris Ophi's crest is on the side of the wall there. So it's like, is the one Jedi on the right hand side Barris Ophi or is is just like the office? Luminara, maybe. Could have been Unduli's. Yeah, could definitely be. We know that Unduli was killed in the Clone Wars because in Rebels you see her. Well, she carcass. was she was captured she was as captured. far as we know, right? Because in the Clone Wars, and died. Is that what it was? Yeah. Okay, she died. In... Yeah. Well, they find her corpse and in, in yeah, because yeah. it looks like she's alive, but then they realize yeah. she dies or she's yeah. dead. So that is a very cool thing I didn't know about because right. all of my attention, me and Ed's attention, yeah. Syndrolic, right? Yes. Yep. Yep. So, <laughs> so the, the Jedi in the center, white hair, the green saber, green saber, the top reverse grip. Yeah, or did I say green hair? <laughs> Silver hair, green lightsaber. Yeah. Um, anyone who's ever played the PlayStation Two uh, Revenge Episode of the Sith three. game, yep. yeah, I play. Oh and my I god, remember, that game! Yeah, that ending... Master Syndralic. Do you remember Master yeah. Syndralic when I you don't. go home with Anakin and he's yeah. the, he's when the Anakin saber goes... master? Yeah, yeah, he's doing what? Sorry, because you fight the girl with two blades. Yes, before yeah. in the Jedi Temple, and then when... you beat her, and then Syndralic shows up. With the with the signal, he's the sword. He's the battle master of the order. Okay, I I vaguely remember this. He's so fucking cool. It would make sense why he's defending. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Um. So yeah. So for those who don't know, yeah, there's a level as we were kind of saying in PlayStation Two when you play as Anakin going through the Jedi Temple. Nightfall. Yeah, doing the Nightfall mission, killing a bunch of Jedi. Uh, the boss. There's two bosses. There's Syndrala's apprentice. I can't remember her name, unfortunately, but she's got the double bladed yellow lightsaber. I think. Here's where Green is. 
Oh, was it green? Okay. Um, and then you fight Syndralic, who is, yeah, Battlemaster, and became very popular with a lot of people because he's this old dude who doesn't give a fuck about Anakin. It's like, I'm going to school you. And he's also got the most broken quick attack in the game. Yep. You just hold the square button and he hits you like 16 times. Oh, yeah. One I combo. remember this now. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. remember. Yeah. <laughs> you just need a little bit of force bar and you can just obliterate somebody with it. And yeah, so as soon as I saw that, I was like, oh my God, is that Syndralic? Please. <laughs> I need to know if Syndralic's canon now. I was so excited about that. Yeah, sorry, Ed, I kind of stole your thunder there. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I was I was gonna be on that same kind of flow. So you just you just continued it. That's all good. No, so man. Happy. As soon as I because I didn't even notice the Luminara or Barris stuff, because I was just like, mm -hmm. okay, to be to be honest, like that the Syndralic stuff was with me first. From yeah. so like I, <laughs> that was the stuff I grew up with, and then I yeah, watched yeah. all that was later. So I was like, okay, he's here. This is gonna be great. Like I see them, he's gonna take out like three of them, and then he's gonna do some craziness, and then it's gonna explode, and we won't know what happened to him. Yeah, and I shot yeah. him. I was just like, seriously, bro. Yeah, I was like, no, <laughs> <laughs> not like this. I was waiting for him to like bring down a wall or something to mm. to like you know block off the escape or something, something something heroic, cool like that, like the mm. Duncan Idaho kind of thing. But no, yeah, yeah. Man, I forgot that fight. That fight was so hard. Yeah, if you're playing on the on the higher difficulties, it's a nightmare. It's remember, remember the final but... scene where he goes up and it's like the alternate ending, the Revenge of the Sith. Yes. When yeah, it's just like, yeah. Lord Vader, you can rise, no, and he's like, No, yeah. it's mine, the and he like kills the emperor. The galaxy is mine. Yeah, yeah, it's like, what the fuck is happening right now? It's like you it's don't know old, anything. Yeah. You don't know what's gonna. You okay? I'm waiting for this to go down in five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, that was just... the galaxy was... is mine. Is Padme still unconscious? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> And I guess the last thing I wanted to talk about on this episode, uh, for, for my points anyway, that I can remember was Grogu choosing between the lightsaber and the armor, right? And you're just like, mm. I didn't realize he had his lightsaber. I'm like, dude, that is sick. Because I'm like, oh, it is that sense. it? I'm yeah. like, did he make yeah. it? Or is that is that who I think it is? And I'm like, oh, no, that mm. is his lightsaber. They're like, oh, boy. But people are pointing out, too. It's like, is this like a fake out from Luke? Because like only Sith deal in absolutes, right? Maybe he's <laughs> testing Grogu to see like, are you going to go with yeah. the lightsaber and become the Jedi? And then maybe he'll just give him the armor or is mm. he going to choose attachment? And then that will tell Luke it's, he's not, yeah, is he's it not gonna, ready. Is it going to be that happy? Oh, you made the right choice. So you get both rewards. Yes, kind of exactly. Thing. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Uh, I don't, I don't think, cause we know for sure that his, his order is supposed to be the one. Well, this all depends on Mara Jade being canon exactly. or not. Yeah, that's and that's my thinking. problem because like yeah. the whole reason he got, oh, and I was just like, no, he loves her and he can still do his mm. stuff. And, you mm -hmm. know, he builds the order and everything like that and gets rid of that because the whole reason it fell for the most part was because of all this. Yeah, bullshit. not wanting to be. Yeah. So quick overview, if anybody doesn't know the EU stuff. The yeah, so stuff, the big, yeah. yeah. So the big difference between Luke's Jedi order and EU versus what it seems like right now is that mm -hmm. Luke's Jedi order dropped the rule about attachment. He's like, it's fine. You just have to understand the dangers of it, kind of like uh, what? Oh God, I can't remember his name in Kotor One. Um, the old, uh, the old, old Jedi, Jolie Bindo. Jolie Bindo, Jolie Bindo that's yeah. Because right. Jolie Bindo has a great speech about. It. He's like, love isn't a bad thing. Love is amazing. It is a light side emotion. You just need to understand that if it's cut, it's such a such an easy way to fall to the dark side if that love is threatened. So if you can protect yourself from that and understand the risks that come with it then love is great and it is something we should be appreciating but everyone's just scared of the fall and we don't teach that part and it's such a void of something we should be doing and that's what luke's jedi order embraced was like yes you can love you can have attachment and care for people because that's what 
the Jedi of the Old Republic weren't doing, and that's half the reason, because they weren't attached to the Republic, and they weren't realizing what was happening because they wanted to stay aloof. Which we're thinking is it's, probably due to the fall of the High Republic. Right, and could be. But because of that, that's what, what their downfall led to. So Luke's Jedi Order is much more... Open be to in it. touch with your feelings be but understand the risk yeah it's in and moderation his, his, right his order is a much harder order because of that to get to mm -hmm. learn and follow and get the balance of, between the dark yeah. and the light because they the also got so of... much more important and because hmm. like dogmatically bashing your head against the light exactly like, yeah making it much more I'm fluid good, right? jedi and being confused and all that well, being conflicted in that like i'm protecting these people and i care for them but i can't care for them and i have to protect them only well, look hmm. at what happens to a little Padawan guy who's the empath, right? Who's like feeling and Emery. he steps onto Coruscant. Yeah, and it's yeah, just yeah. like, oh, God. And it's just like, well, what if they taught you how to actually deal with that? But, hmm. you know, Vernestra can't because she she's barely doing it herself at this point. This is she's all like High Republic 16. stuff for those who haven't listened to those episodes. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Or read, yeah. The, read the novels <laughs> right. and stuff, yeah. But but also, uh, not even Emery, but uh, I can't remember the Masters. Isn't it Cormac, right? Cormac, yeah. Because Cormac. Yeah, Cormac has that amazing point where he's like, you put me with a master. And he's my parent figure, and yeah. I'm raised with him the For whole time. Years. Yeah, and, and I grow an attachment with him, and I'm not supposed to care. And you tell me not to care. I can't grieve for him, yeah. yeah. What, the, what the hell is happening? Why yeah. is this a thing? And it's true, right? And so, yeah, Luke's, Luke's Jedi Order dropped the attachment thing, and they also dropped the age restriction, because he yeah. was absolutely fine with bringing adults in, but it was the same thing. I mean, look at Grogu, yeah, he's like come 50. In. Uh, well, yeah, and Kyle, like Kyle Tarn, Yeah, Kyle Katarn. Uh, but I mean, even the new Jedi Order, right? The I new Jedi, one from canon. Corrin Horn. Oh, yeah, Corrin Horn. Yeah, that's right. That's right. But he's bringing in all these people and just being like, look, it's the same deal. You can come in. You can become a Jedi. We really need to drill into your head that there are big dangers with you coming in with a full suite of emotions already. And You're going to need to learn how to, how to accept Regulate. letting go of, yeah, all these attachments and emotions. I mean, if or Luke can do okay it. okay with something happening. Yeah, if Luke can yeah. do it, which he has shown he can. Mm. And even in the EU, yeah. in one of my least favorite scenes ever, when Mara Jade dies, he immediately is just like, I, I hate this and it's tearing me up inside, but I'm going to just let it go. Yeah. Because I can't be a Jedi. She is one with the this. Force, and that is yeah. the solace enough to, to move on and be yeah. happy mm. that she's, you know, at least one with the Force, I guess. Um, yeah, and it's, it's rough, but yeah, it, you know. It's true. So, but now it looks like, I mean, who knows? I'm not going to do an absolute and be like, oh, it's not the same now. The, but the choice he's presenting Grogu is much more in line with the old Jedi Order yeah. than his own, from Which what we saw I in think, but, but again, because he's so worried, and now it's just him and Grogu there, right? Mm. So, like, at this point, he's so worried about, like, is he doing the right thing or not? It seems like, you know, what, like, what honestly feels right? And I feel like Grogu is going to teach him some of this, like, still being able to do stuff with having attachment mm. and all that. Because I feel like the way he stood up, and he was already ready to go for the for the chainmail, right? So it's just like, okay, it's just like, but you know, why don't we blend? He pauses. The two? Yeah, he so pauses. Like he, yeah. He's gonna make like a chain the chainmail into like a holster for it or like a belt for it. I mean, even just having the chainmail right? underneath his Jedi robes. Yeah, like, like there's that, nothing. That wrong would make a lot of that. sense, right? Because like that mm. would provide blaster bolt cover and lightsaber cover. Yeah, I, I understand it from the point of view, like, you know, you shouldn't need the chainmail because the lightsaber is all you need. But it's mm -hmm. like, who says no to more protection? Yeah, best yeah seriously. Obi-Wan was and, and Obi-Wan wasn't wearing, you know, modified clone armor in the Clone Wars for no reason. Yeah, exactly. Right? Um, that would be interesting. I would definitely be down to see Grogu influencing Luke to take that path. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. There's still those rumors about the Ahsoka series of them kind of changing up what the sequels did. So, yeah. 
it's gonna be interesting because like we're even like we're blending them now right in terms of like mm. this is the timeline that is starting to go down into the sequels mm. will it stay that way will it modify well, in a certain way will it remember ahsoka is one of the few people other than um ezra and stuff who know about the world between worlds and all that mm -hmm. right so yeah, I can see were... that coming into some kind of play in her series, if yeah. need be. Two, two of the four thing. characters who knew, and the other two characters are dead now. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Any other points you guys want to talk about for this episode? Very, very small. Like, it's the smallest of nitpicks. It didn't bug mm -hmm. me enough to mess with it at all. There were very small things with Cad Bane. Yeah, where the facial like, structure. Yeah, very pale blue skin. But then I think about it, this guy's in the 60s or 70s, right? Yeah, it makes yeah. sense that he's... It, it was, yeah, I chalked it up to age right away. Exactly. And I was just like, okay, you're you're shrinking a bit because his face used to be and a little longer. And it's transition from yeah, yeah. cartoon to live action, right? There's, there's differences in yeah. style, too. And, and that's a big thing that I saw online as well. A lot of people were complaining he didn't look like his Clone Wars thing. And then a lot of people were countering being like, oh, but none of the Clone Wars characters look like they, you know, they're all caricatures of of their live action selves mm -hmm. i was like yeah you've got to keep in mind something is that all of those characters were introduced in live action movies mace windu dooku obi-wan anakin yeah. all live action in the cartoon you accept that because it's that leap of uh, it's that um uh fuck i can't remember what you call it but it's it's that kind of bridge of disbelief right of you understanding mm -hmm. they're not going to look the same because it's a cartoon yeah. bane is the opposite though introduced in a cartoon comes into live action so you expect him to look like the cartoon, yeah. right? Yeah. This is the same thing that me and a couple of other people had a problem with the pikes, of them looking completely different. Yeah, they right? were not as like um, thin, gangly. Yeah, 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 exactly. Because you, can't, you can't, if you had somebody like that, you'd be scared they're gonna collapse on set. Yeah. Unless yeah, you yeah. built like a whole thing, a like body a model suit for them, just for all of them. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, like like a kind of grievous stilt thing, like what yeah. they did yeah. with with him. So the two little things that also bugged me with that were, I wish his mouth was like four inches lower it's basically yeah. elongated a little bit more yeah yeah, yeah. I, the, I elongate, yeah the pipes making his face look more humanoid i didn't mind that because yeah when you when they're pushed in as much as they are in the clone wars that's very much a cartoony thing yeah mm. and then very very small thing it's just prosthetics so i'm not gonna knock it when the actor closes his mouth a bunch of times you can still see the two front mm. teeth and it looks like he's got sharp buck teeth yeah and that bugged me a little bit, but it's not gonna, you know, it's just a nitpick. And talking about that, we um, did, we did I, get. I, I chalked the tooth thing up to old though, because like his lips <laughs> yeah. at that point. Yeah, like, like, this I'm old grandpa pad bane now. Yeah. yeah, this is why you don't file your teeth as a Duros. Yeah. Right? <laughs> um, the one thing I just want to point out is we did a big thing over Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube, and all that stuff. We have uh, there's a, a gentleman, I think out of New Zealand. Uh, YouTube channel called Cinematic Captures who took that scene of Cad Bane hmm. and did a variation of the Clone Wars style where like he has the right color scheme and stuff from yeah. the, the Clone Wars in the live action style and does a fantastic job on it and then he does a second video where he does variants of them so like kind of like the Clone Wars yeah, yeah, the normal and then an in-between like and then the yeah. different colors on each of them and then he does a really it's funny really one at the well very end where it's just like he squishes his face <laughs> and makes his big mouth and yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll put both of them into the uh, description of this episode because oh my god, it's so good. I definitely want to see if we can get him on the episode on the on the show to talk about just like his experience oh, with with VFX and Star Wars mm. and just the things he likes to do. I feel like that would be a good conversation. But um, yeah. yeah, I mean, flip side of that Bane, those Bane nitpicks I have, dude, it is so impressive that every goddamn line he says in this episode is intimidating it's so good so, he chooses his words carefully dave filoni knows how to write have, them. yeah you shouldn't have given up your armor it's like oh yeah, god as soon as he said that, I was just like, oh, no. he's found like yeah. he's done the whole like oh, yeah, yeah, yeah he did, like, his, he did really his homework yeah. and the other thing too is like he he talks to i can't remember what he says to Kavan. i think Kavan's like is that a threat or is that like a suggestion 
Yeah, right. And then he's and he's hmm. like, shouldn't have got rid of your armor. And you're like, oh yeah. shit, here it, we it go. Was, it was something like I'd stay, I'd keep my nose out of this yeah. if I were you. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, oh, is that a is that a suggestion or a threat? And he's like, mm, hmm. let's go. As we're saying, and, this, I see this posted two minutes ago. Cobb Vanth creator throws shade at Star Wars after Boba Fett episode. Oh no, <laughs> he's salty as fuck. Yeah, that's uh, um, made him this that's uh, Chuck Wendig. You bring him back. Yo, Chuck, yeah. Chuck Wendig loves his stuff, right? Like he brought in mm. like Mr. Bones and all that in the uh, aftermath trilogy. And Cobb Vanth was mm-hmm. an uh, interlude into that, right? Yeah. Um, and that's where he was first introduced. So Passive. I can see why he probably he, and he, he has a he has a very <laughs> vulgar mouth when it comes to Twitter, oh, okay. and like he doesn't he doesn't pull punches. So he he's probably thinking that Cobb Vanth is dead, but I'm pretty sure he's alive. I'm I, yeah I yeah. would I would bet that he's alive. Mm-hmm. Very final point because I thought it was really funny as soon as it happened. Uh, when they are showing all the Luke scenes, I don't know if you guys noticed this. I, I was talking with Dan about this earlier. He didn't notice this. They go out of their way. They try so hard not to show shots of Luke talking. Like his mouth moving and stuff. Yeah. 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 The it's first couple lines that he says, yeah, the first couple lines that they, they show, it's all Grogu, and it's him talking in the back. And then, yeah, like you were saying, when they're walking, it's the boots, and then it's wide shots, so you can kind of see his mouth moving. Yeah. But it's not enough, and it's not until Ahsoka and Luke. Because they still have Mark Hamill doing the voice. Mm, Yeah. But I, okay, I forgot to mention one thing. They did a lot better on that CG, by the way, just saying. They did. Oh, yeah. But the whole hilarious walking, and when he's walking, he's just propelling. Yeah, I love that. Where he's just like, here, buddy. Just a little bit more. Just a little bit more. He's just like, okay, again. Okay. It's like three or four times he does it. I'm like, every time I'm like, this is amazing. I love okay. this. Yeah. I just want him one, one time just to be like, I'm going to fling you a bit. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> it's like, use the force. Whoosh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it, it was, yeah, it was uh, very well. And the, and yeah, you're right. The close ups of him actually talking, I would say like 70 to 85% better. The one thing I would say is that they, there was, they, every scene that they had it, it seemed like there was like a slight different change to the model every time. And it like, it took me out of it a little bit, but like there were some scenes where like it was just so on point in mm-hmm. terms of like episode six, Luke, mm. and that, like that that look to him. I think the thing that really got me was like the hair part was not perfectly similar to what it was back then with like Mark Hamill's hair, but like there was like a slight part difference and it just threw me off a little bit. I'm like, it's a slight change to his haircut, but like his, it makes sense. His hairstyle is slightly different. And I noticed a couple of times the lines on his face are more or less pronounced. Yeah. I think the time when it shows up the most is when you've got Ahsoka next to Luke. Okay. Because when you've got, full practical effect yeah yeah next to cg that's when the line blurs a little bit yeah but it wasn't as much as mandalorian was like this scene is amazing yeah (laughs) man i was just more focused on the outfit where he he opted for like a way more it was like like a key he's he's wearing yeah that's what i thought too he's wearing versus like he had a flight suit pretty much flight suit before yeah it makes sense with dave filoni's interest in japan and the samurai and all that stuff right like Mm, i mean look at the planet they're on it's full of bamboo forests Right, like it just makes yeah, a true, lot of sense. True. There's a lot of Japanese influence in this episode. I I would have going through I, this kata. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> I I'm just a stickler for it because I love that episode six outfit. I would have preferred that one. Yeah, me too. But, that's my favorite Luke outfit. Yeah. Honestly, it, it shows it's growth so too in like his role as a master. Right, like mm. he has the, kind the of master, assumed yeah, that role now, exactly. and like the master has the gi on it. Usually, it's a black gi, right? Yeah. Um. Sure. So that does make a lot of sense. And that's the way I'm trying to view it now, but like I'm still with Chuck Wendig at this point. He like, his tweet that he put. He <laughs> Can put you read it? Can you read it? I don't yeah. even see it. So, 
He posted, I always dig it when big media properties have a special thanks for the writers and creators who contributed to their worlds and stories. And it's a bummer when they don't do that. Oh, no. And I bring this up for absolutely no reason at all. And I will almost certainly delete this tweet. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> oh, I love him. That's pretty Man, PG like, for him. Yeah, he, he, it's just, he has you a... know, we saw them do it with the, the elimination of EU and a big fuck you to all of them and then mm. start to just nitpick and take and they bring, what they you want know, from it. But Here's also, Kylo Ren. We pulled this idea from nowhere. It's definitely not Darth Cadus. Yeah. It's just like, yeah. The other thing too, though, like they, they have put forth a lot of stuff in terms of like Timothy Zahn and Thrawn and bringing that in and like mm. making that something newer and putting homage to that, right? Um, mm. I think Timothy Zahn is probably the only author that I can think of that's been pulled from EU stuff or legend stuff now into canon. Is that is that right? Because like in terms of can, bringing him in as a writer, they can still use. Oh, yeah. it's stuff they can still use that won't change anything too much. They just changed how Heir to the Empire works slightly. Right? I mean, Heir mm. to the Empire takes place after Episode Six. Am I not, am I wrong? Yeah, yeah. So like, yes, all of that has changed. Yes, well, with the inclusion of Ezra and Agon and Ever, you won't mm. be able to have the same. We don't really see much of the Nogri anyway, so yeah. that whole story point's gone. Uh, Rook is dead, so that yeah. whole point's gone. Yeah, yeah we right? can't so do that. So it anyway. will be, it will be changed. It it's can't different, be but it's also good. But, like I feel like both Thrawns from EU and see, Canon are both good Thrawns. Yes, but in this case, this is where they can have somebody like Timothy come back, but Karen Travis can no longer because that whole thing with the clones and how they were supposed to be is going to be completely mm -hmm. different now. Yeah. Right. Yeah, they've done a slightly so, different tangent on that. Like if there was one, as much as I love them and as much as I want this series, like I was fine with the way air to the empire went. If they had brought back Travis and like, okay, we're going to, we're going to work on this a little bit, but your idea and your story is still going to go forward. I would have been all mm. over that Yeah, because I had a, spe there There's was a special, special place. place in my heart for that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I mean, you know, I want to see more of Paleon. At least we got a name drop, so it's not fully out of it. What's Paleon? Still a captain, right? Yeah, yeah. Captain Paleon, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, for, yeah, for, for those who don't know, because Dan looks very confused yeah, right I know. now. So, there's a whole, so Captain Paleon is Thrawn's protege in Heir oh. to the Empire. Oh, he's that's... the one. He's the only Imperial officer who's like, this guy actually knows what he's talking he about. He Just because he's an he's alien. Exactly. Basically. Yeah. He's like, uh, yeah, he's an he, alien. He was he's mentioned. smarter than most of us. Yeah. I don't understand it. I need to know why. And, and he, so he's, he, yeah. yeah, Thrawn tutors him a lot in Heir to the Empire. And then cool. Paleon then goes on to basically become the head of Imperial Remnant, that the side of Imperial Remnant that joins with the New Republic. There you go. Okay. Yeah. Um, and becomes so important that in uh, Star Wars Legacy, there's a Star Destroyer class named after him. Oh, shoot. Yeah. The yeah. Paleon yeah. class. Yeah. yeah. And it looks oh, cool. is that what that's from? Yeah, yeah. Yep. That yeah. is pretty Grand cool. Paleon. Yeah. The, the Chimera is like canon and EU, is it not? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah, it's always been his flagship. Yeah, I thought so. Mm. They're just giving backstory to it now, which is cool. I love it. Because uh, it was just a ship. Oh, the man. And I, it's taken me forever to get through this damn book. <laughs> I haven't listened <laughs> to the new one yet, The Lesser Evil. Yeah, I, I've have, I've gotten like an hour in and that's it. I missed nights where I could just sit there. I would have been done it three times over by this point. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I mean, and you are right, Dan. Like the the way they're handling Thrawn is good. It's, like, it, it, I would say I they're giving the most respect to that character and that author. Mm. Out of all yeah. the authors and things they've pulled in, that is the most respect they've given. Yeah, I'm not surprised in the least because when they said EU was no longer canon, that was the thing people were like 
losing their minds over was how dare you take away throne from yeah us. and then when he came back in rebels people were just yeah losing everyone uh, yeah i was, I was there too I was going, oh my god what is this yeah oh my god <laughs> especially the especially with that voice Yo, my he, it's so good good so good all right let's do you want to round up this episode we'll talk about yeah, that they, stuff sorry. when we get to it yeah very very last thing is yeah. especially when they show that shot of him there with the il samari oh. statue on either side of him and i was like they know so good they know exactly what they're doing i trust this now yeah and then yeah he you know he does good in in rebels to the point where he was about to win except for the stuff he didn't know about exactly which, is which makes sense way to do a thrawn loss yeah because yeah. that's how he lost originally and, and so a lot of it's like that was a little bit stuff. of his own ego coming into that which i think you could argue was also what happened to adelon mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah um i just want to say this episode really really good better than the last mm-hmm. one i find I, I really enjoyed the the merging of so much content from so many different resources mm. i love that and just the visuals on a lot of stuff really really cool mm. um the setup for the final episode again i think you're right it has to be at least an hour and a half to two hours I don't yeah. think it's going to be mean, a full two hours. Like, maybe an hour and 45. Like, it might be a feature-length mm. finale. Like, I... Or, like, an hour and 20. I, I an hour mind. and 20, I, I could see. wouldn't mind. Yeah, yeah like, because you need a lot of stuff. Extra bit. You need that little extra yeah. bit more. Because um, I'm going to say right now, as interesting as they are characters, if any of the mods die in the next episode, I'm not going to care, because I don't know who any of them are. Yeah, no, I wouldn't either. But at the same time, yeah. I, I feel like, if anything, they might earn a name for themselves in the next episode possibly against the pikes but like even then like who Should really cares yeah i mean if they've been intru- if i was a mod if, known them- if i was an actor and i was one of the mods i'd be happy i'd be i could die happy i don't oh, even sure. care if i'm an on any character to kill me off in the just episode, from you a story me. perspective <laughs> but just from a story perspective yeah. i want to know who these characters are yeah. right even though the sequel trilogy i wanted to know what all the planets were they just wouldn't tell me that's what you know what i, I, I miss about look them up. like solo and like rogue one is like the mm-hmm. little like blurb of like what planet we're flying to or what planet we're on i like that's that. a little bit it's a little bit cheap to me but it's the it's the way that they do it in both of those movies and then other ones right it's just keep telling me the name yeah have it brought up in conversation naturally the right? temple because they say scarif yeah yeah well they say scarif but i don't you know i wouldn't have remembered scarif if they hadn't said it over and over and over again because i don't remember the name of uh, the planet that galen's on on the imperial research facility because it comes up once in text and then it never comes up again yeah i, I don't like do you guys remember what that planet is that do i don't uh, i can't remember but it's been a while since X-Men. i've seen rogue one rogue one yeah but it's but that's my point right we you know it's been a while since i've seen the prequels i still remember all the names um but it's just it's that right yeah. you just have to bring it up naturally in conversation kind of like what boba fett's been doing and mandalorian and other shows i've been doing but it's just you know information i just need information <laughs> that's the crux of it Right, I think that does it for this episode. All right, let's uh, let's round it out. I, oh, sorry. Every fucking I just, time. I Every god yeah, fucking time. No, I know, I know. It's it's just a me thing. I don't want to end it on a, on a sour note as I kind of did. So one other thing I will say is now seeing it in action. I mean, we saw it in action before, right? But just watching that N one starfighter interacting with the world, it looks so nice. Oh yeah, just flying uh, through the atmosphere. It, yeah, it coming down to whatever planet. Uh, Luke and Grogeron, super mm. nice. But what really was like, oh, it it fits in the world perfectly is when he's coming into jo- into Boba's hangar. Yeah, it just it looks so Star Wars, and it mm. just it it 
in its beautiful, shiny new exterior compared to now we know that there are some sail barges that look like shit. <laughs> it's just coming in and just showing that like, look, this is this is older than what these things were. Look how fucking nice it looks. Yeah. And even it coming in compared to the grime of Slave 1 in the background. Yeah, I, I love that ship now. I would love Mando to get a slightly bigger ship that maybe he can store the N1 in. Yeah. But have it yeah. as like an, just just a, a single person craft versus like if he gets back into his profession mm-hmm. he's gonna need a, a bigger ship yeah, yeah that has can have like at least i can see this being something that he's gonna store inside of it mm-hmm. for sure no. yeah i would love to see i mean i would love to see you know uh din build himself up into maybe not mandalore but some sort of powerful clan leader right yeah so he gets his hands on some sort of i'm just going to talk about it because i i love empire war but a keldaby battleship in charge of that oh my god be pretty sweet so fucking thinking, cool. thinking oh. about like thinking about the wars <laughs> when like mandalore the ultimate had like a mm. whole flagship thing going yeah yeah dude when i was playing empire war forces of corruption and it was like what's what's a keldaby battleship and i looked it up made by mandal mortars <laughs> mandal Mo- mandal motors and I was like, Mandalore, Mandalore has its own production company. Looked Whoa. up and be like, I love this ship, man. Yeah. <laughs> I was so biased. I like how it's called Mandel Motors. Like what? Yeah, I know. Right? What a weird, what a weird name. <laughs> I don't know if that's canon anymore, but in the EU, that was there. Maybe for uh, the Gauntlet fighters, possibly. Maybe right. Mm. I have actually never looked into those, but the mm. Keldaby looks nothing like the Gauntlet. Right? Oh, so, you know, okay. Yeah. Sorry, I was just like, what are you saying? And then. I was like Keldabe. I was like, oh, yeah, sorry, Keldabe. Yeah, th- that's that's like Keldabe. <laughs> isn't that that the the capital city? Oh, so that that makes I mean, sense. Yeah, didn't even make that connection. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. The connections are flowing now. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. That. I gotta look at this ship. <laughs> it it looks ship. it looks weird because in Force of Corruption, its whole thing was it was supposed to look really old. Oh yeah, it uh, looks like an old Republic ship because it's got the yeah, yeah. and it has that that long thing at the front yeah the long prow with the kind of yeah. bulky uh, back end but yeah i literally like i would i would load up my zon armies of just like we're gonna take five Kel- uh, keldabe battleships and i and the other one that it's just a giant gun i can't remember what it's called because i didn't care it's a big bulky Shit. ship that just has two giant cannons on the front i was like it's literally just gonna be all those and i don't care about anything else we'll take some hundred uh, million credits yeah <laughs> heavy turbo lasers, heavy ion cannons, mass driver missile launchers, yeah. 10 missiles, oh. heavy tractor beam shield leechers, yeah. you 36 starfighters, two shuttles, two light freighters, 6,000 person yeah. crew. It's, oh my God. It, is, it is a scary sight. And literally what you do with it in the game, I'm just going off on a tangent. Now we're ending this episode on a tangent, is you just bring some of those battleships in, they drain the shields as the front line, and then the giant gunships. And just, just come, come in, in and just nuke the critical systems and you just watch it detonate by the way they so do good. they do make the fang fighters in the cormeric class oh, fighter nice. okay so they did come over yeah awesome. they do they do make okay. those um and they have so, yeah, some in, in, in canon called mandel hypernautics oh okay and they make uh our viper class attack platforms it's like those cannons that are like those like well star vipers are um shizor's ships aren't they uh, i can't remember i believe so yeah Zon Consortium is worthy of praying for. Mm. Anyway, but yeah, that's a fun mm-hmm. way to end this episode. Let's uh, yes. let's get into the outro. Yeah. Welcome to the outro for Chapter 6 of the Book of Boba Fett. Ed, would you like to let listeners know how they can let us know about their gunslinging skills 
right view. <laughs> it's like, you know, take a few of you shooting something at a wall. No, don't do that. That's illegal. <laughs> but, you know, to contact us. <laughs> Sorry. If you want to show us our gunslinging, if you want to show us your gunslinging skills, send a video trying to match Revolver Ocelot's <laughs> Typhoon uh, you know what I was thinking? gunplay. I was thinking about the people in... the best gun ever. I was thinking about yeah. the people in Battlefront 2 where they go up to the wall and like, start rounds. shooting messages into the wall with the blaster bolts. Oh. Oh yeah, that's what I was thinking. That, that's that's because you haven't played MGS three, where you no. use your revolver. If you spin your revolvers fast enough, you can kill on a beast and not get stunned. Oh my god, really? <laughs> Actually, though, yeah, it's, it's legit. Oh my god, please do that and send us a picture or video. Because yeah. you turn it into like this weird blade thing where it's just chopping yeah. beast. The <laughs> fact the fact that that was all based off some actual guy doing that. is nuts. Oh, so I think I've seen yeah. that where it's based off yeah, of the guy yeah. that can do that kind of stuff. Shut up, yeah. <laughs> anyway, you can find us over at voiceoftheforce.com. Our email is voiceoftheforce at gmail.com. On social media, we've got Twitter, we've got Instagram, we are at voiceforcepod. Uh, retweeting and reposting any of our new episode tweets does help with growing the listener base and is very much appreciated. But please remember to listen, rate, review, follow, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Amazon Music, and all major podcast platforms. Reviewing us with five stars and a comment does help with visibility. And if you follow or subscribe for free, you will get the latest episode as soon as it releases. And remember, as always, if you're training to be a Jedi, make sure that you don't get shot by the training droid. Because if you do, just subscribe, and then it will not shoot you. Because subscribe. Follow. <laughs> Shagohead! Ha! <laughs> mm, tastes delicious! Sorry. <laughs> I don't know what that's from. It's all Metal Gear Solid 3.